What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. You're listening oh, to Holmes in the Pineapple Under the Sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. I actually get to hear that every time I watch a Guardians game because Oscar Gonzalez, our rookie, uh, that's his walk up song. That's awesome. Well, everyone, you're listening to another episode of Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1. And uh, we had a interesting weekend, to say the least. It's It was. Um, for our favorite sports team, it was a bad weekend. Well, I mean, um, I'm not the biggest Auburn fan, but we had a horrible game against Penn State. And then on Sunday, just it compounded because the Browns had – they literally did something that hasn't been done since 2001. And that uh, was also against the Browns. Uh. So, it was, a, it was a bad weekend for Cleveland sports fans. Um. Just but a yeah, bad weekend for sports, honestly, because Red Zone and Sunday Ticket was down, too. Yeah, that wasn't very cool, man. Pay was, a lot of money for that. I also I don't, but like I, I watch it. A lot of people were very angry about um, Thursday Night Football because they were like, I don't know how to watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't it's on Amazon. It. Didn't watch it because I was at the bowling alley. Uh, get, I also get my reps in. Don't have Amazon Prime, and I wasn't really. I didn't really want to go through the hassle of trying to watch it, so I just went to the bar to watch it. That's a that's a good move. Smart. I always get on. I would have thought it was on at at uh at the bowling alley because they always have like football on, but they had the uh, Monday night game on, and it almost got me. Like I forgot about the Monday night game, which the show ended before that game ended. ended, which. Why? 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 That was a crazy ending, too. That was like that would have been the funniest ending to talk about on the show. But yeah. All right, for the sake of, sorry to cut you off, but we do like to do our tough scenes cast, like the Manning cast. And I would, I want. So, do you want to watch the Vikings Eagles or do you want to watch the Titans Bills? So that way we can have both of them. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a try. Split so the tabs. Yeah, I'm gonna start. Ooh, I could do that. I'm gonna see if I can figure out a way to watch just both at once. Um, um, great. Log into your TV uh, provider. Yeah, even I though I was already logged in. That's but, the best uh, thing. How did your fantasy football team do this week? Actually, very well. Um, I made some key moves at 10:30 a.m. before the game started, and they it paid off perfectly. I'll read off my my little stat line. Um, so, um, I had. Herbert and Eckler, which played on Thursday, and they did pretty well, 23 and 18 points, respectively. And then I took out Ramondre Stevenson, who is my running back, too, uh, which is a tough scene in, in its own right. Uh, and I put Michael Carter in as my RB2, and he got 10 points, which is not bad, not great. And then I moved CeeDee Lamb to my flex to make my team look better because I'm like, oh, yeah, my receiver won at flex. And it actually paid off because I – I have Amon Ross St. Brown. He had basically 40 points. And then I had Christian Kirk on the bench, and he had 25 points. So that was pretty 
that was pretty cool. And then I had Hawkinson, who only had like 5.6 points, but I was okay with that because Amon St. Brown made up for it. And then the CD didn't do bad. And then I had the Commanders defense. They did really bad, but only negative one point. And then Matt Prater, um, the Cardinals kicker, which I saw the Cardinals get blown out, and then they somehow won the game. And I didn't get to watch them come back. That's that's a tough scene for me. So um, did you did you win your games this week? Yeah, I, I won my game. I'm only in one league this year because I just last year I was in too many and it just was I maybe hate fantasy football. Yeah, this so, year I only did one and it's it's looking nice. Um, yeah, uh, I already I already won the game. I played against Russ and Josh Jacobs. Oh, that that had to be good there. But I also played against Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews. Which, I think we're going to talk about the Ravens game a little bit later, but that game was awesome. All right, I don't know what's going on here, but it's letting me it's letting me watch the Eagles-Vikings game, but every time I try to go watch the Bills-Titans game, it's asking me to log into my TV provider again, and I just keep doing that, and it's not working. So, yeah. we're just going to watch Eagles-Vikings uh, right now, and uh, the score... We can just switch uh, uh, commercials. Yeah, well, or it's got the... Sc- we can't see the game, but it's got the score. Uh so right now it's zero zero. Eagles or not zero zero. Seven zero. Eagles are up. I believe the first touchdown was by Jalen Hurts uh running it. Oh, that's good for Hurts owners in the fantasy football. I have in one of my leagues, uh we, we played actually we did horrible in both my leagues. Um in the one I only scored eighty points and in the other I oh. scored eighty five. So consistency is key though. Yeah, so we had Joe Burrow. 16, oh, which is man. that was solid enough, and then uh, Joe Burrow has scored 17. AJ Dillon, okay. So, my two starting running backs, my two first two, my first two picks of the draft, Alvin Kamara and JK Dobbins, both out. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, week two, we're already injured. Um, so I started AJ Dillon and Jamal Williams, and they got me seven, they both got me seven points. Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, had got me four points. Gabe Davis, um, still playing right now. Did not play. He's just, oh yeah, he's, he's not playing. He's out. Yeah. Which uh, apparently, it's news to me. Yeah, I saw that a couple hours ago, and then and I then uh took a nap. The one player that did good, uh, Mark Andrews, got me twenty five points, which was solid. Yeah. Uh, then I had Lazard. Got me nine. Ravens defense did nothing, and oh no, they did something until the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, they <laughs> they they two touchdown, two interceptions. You're like, wow, that's a great week in fantasy, and then forty two points allowed. Yeah, so, six touchdowns. Yeah, allowed, and also twenty one of those points were scored in the fourth quarter. And I gotta start start. I have to start Jahan Dodson. Oh yeah, two weeks in he's a row. Bench. Two weeks in a row, he's had like eighteen points. So watch. I'm gonna start him next week, and he's not gonna do anything. Yeah, I might start him over C.D. Lamb or Christian Kirk. I have to keep him on Ross St. Brown, and I mean he dropped forty. Yeah, and then my other team, uh, I had Trey Lance as my quarterback. He snapped his ankle <laughs> in the first quarter, so he got me two points. <laughs> Najee Harris, dude, what the heck? My entire both my teams are injured. And it's week two. Najee Harris. Uh, 14 points. That's all right. Leonard Fournette did nothing. Nine points. A.J. Brown. He apologized for it on Twitter. Though. He did apologize on Twitter, which I appreciate it. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and then 
playing right now, I have A.J. Brown. He's got five points in the first quarter, which that's fine. Um, Drake London, awesome game. Yeah. 20, 25 points. Uh, glad I drafted him. Tight end, Darren Waller, 17. That's good. And Miles Sanders, he's playing right now as well. He's only got three points. Then I had uh, my defense, the Packers, got me 10 points, which you're like, that's good. But I had the Bucks defense on my bench, and yeah. they got uh, 25. Yeah. Uh, I also have Garrett Wilson on my bench, who scored 30 against the Browns. And I guess now that Trey Lance is injured, my QB of the future is Jameis Winston. Yeah, that's awesome. That's actually, I don't know why you weren't starting Jameis in the first place. You know? Well, he, I'm he glad did. I didn't this week yeah. because he threw three picks. But he did was he get, playing with four fractures. Yeah, and his, what, vertebrae? Yeah, so it's kind pain. of pain everywhere. It's grit. That is gritty. And, and I mean, did uh, he get worse than two points? Listen, I'll tell you, Drew Brees wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, actually, no, he would talk about and it. He got he seven points, so he did do better than Trey Lance. First part uh, of Trey Lance. So that was great. And so fantasy week two did not go well. I'm going to lose both those games. But it's a long season. Like the Browns players said, it's a long season. Uh, these don't matter. <laughs> Yeah, this these, is these week regular. one and two is basically preseason. We got seventeen games. This is what the Browns players said. We, we're going to be fine. We got well, plenty of games. The Brown, they don't matter. The Browns players said it. The Bengals players live by it. Yeah, they're just. It's September, dude. Yeah, I, I believe the Super Bowls played in January. Yeah. What are you worried about? Okay. Yeah, these regular season games. That's basically what the Browns don't matter. It's what the Browns said. But uh, the Patriots somehow won. Against the Steelers, it was a battle of who doesn't want it. Also, oh, they didn't. They just cut off him. But I, I was about to say I like that guy. They're showing Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings head coach. I like him. That I sounds like an actor. Who, who is O'Connell? And there might be Kevin O'Connell in acting, but he's only like this guy's a young guy. I don't know where he's from. He's only like thirty-seven, and he. But he's like one of those. He's the new. Ooh. He's the new age of. Oh, he's wide open. Wow. Eagles touchdown. Eagles just. Yo, it's the Browns. They're playing the Browns. The defense didn't guard anyone. That was a, like, 50-yard bomb. Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins. Where did he go? I remember that name. Would have been a lot cooler if it was A.J. Brown because I'm on my fantasy team. 53-yard touchdown. Uh, The Eagles have new, like, end zone art, word art, and it looks pretty cool. I do like that old Eagles logo, though, just because I had a – yeah, I played Not for a, what's his, What's his name? I always want to say Ru- Brian Westbrook. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I had a yeah. number 36, 36, Brian Westbrook, Eagles jersey. I don't know why, yeah, no, but I, I had that at, when I had a kid. Some kid at my elementary school had that. Uh, some girl, too. And for like a year, for it's like like, a year I, that guy was my favorite player, even though I had no I – re- I don't even know if I really knew who he was. I just had his jersey. So I was like, that's my guy. I think he was on the cover of – no, Donovan McNabb was on the cover. Yeah, but I think it was like around that same – They made the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it was when, like, Terrell Ross. Owens was there. Yeah. Brian Dawkins, one of yeah. my favorite players of all time. He might have been earlier, but. that's So, Jalen Hurts having a good game right now. Yeah. But any other updates? Um, Not really an update, but, like, I, like, I have a weird, weird thing with the Eagles. Like, I hate them because I don't like Philly sports teams. But they're kind of cool, so I kind of like them. I think I like them because of – I. They I really, don't know. I kind of like the jerseys. Yeah, no, I really like their uniforms. I'm a fan of green. Yeah, and I like eagles. Like, eagles are cool. Yeah, when Mike Vick was there, I mean, that was pretty awesome. Well, they, they just have really cool uniforms. Yeah. And their helmet. I used to play for the Eagles. Like, my first football team was the Eagles. Yeah. And Same back, uniforms. like, when we were watching, like, when we were, like, 
eight or ten. Eagles were like always pretty cool. Yeah, because they had a uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, and they just scored a lot of points. Deshaun Watson, or not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. All those that punt return. Yeah, all those awesome that. games against the Eli Manning Giants. Yeah, I I think that's also like which team do I least like the the Giants or the Eagles? They both beat my childhood team, Patriots. In the I think because I'm an AFC guy, I'm pretty indifferent on those teams because they're in the NFC and they're both bad right now. Well, no. Well, actually, no. They're both pretty solid. Daniel Jones. Maybe, maybe this. Year. No, I think I think the Giants are playing, playing for the coach right now. They're really good, but I think as the season and goes on, healthy. Yeah, but I think as the season goes on, they'll settle back down. I think they could be like a if this was the old NFL, seven and nine, nine and seven. Um, maybe. Yeah, because you think the Cowboys are gonna get last in that division? They might. They, they might. There's that a very good chance, the even N- though the Cooper, uh, Cooper Rush Cooper Rush just won against the Bengals. Yeah. What's going on with the Bengals, dude? 0-2 to start the year. Joey Super B. Bowl slump. He needs his appendix. Yeah. That's what happened. He got appendicitis, and it got removed, and that, that held all of his powers in his appendix. Yeah. I mean, that's a serious and like a serious issue. Yeah. You should not be playing football. Pretty sure if you get that, and you get it, like, if you don't, if you get you appendicitis die. and you don't get it removed, die, like, relatively quickly. Yeah. Thank God it got it removed. But it's like, I mean, you can't do anything after that. Like, it's Kirk like Cousins is surgery. rolling out. He's running. First down. That was the worst slide I've ever seen. Yeah, that was like a, you know, in Mario Kart where you get a turtle. Hey, it's okay. That's what it looked like. He's Kirk Cousins. But also, it was kind of a good slide because he didn't start it too early and got the first down. He just kind of... Didn't get in, like he didn't actually slide, so he didn't get any grass stains on his pants. Uh, yeah, he just still like, clean fell white. Down. Oh, this is the Jalen Rieger revenge game. This is even though he's not gonna have any revenge, most likely, because he's not the best receiver. Now watch this. Oh, he didn't get the first down. Oh, oh, who's is that? that Jalen Rieger? Oh, oh, is it? Who is it? I think it is. Turn around. Who are you? Turn around. Turn around. It, it is. is. It is. He got some revenge. He, just he got ran, some revenge. Just ran a 11 jet yards sweep. of revenge. Jet sweep for the first down in his old te- against his old team. Nice block by 84 there. Yeah. I always like the guy. Why don't the announcers give more shout-outs to the guys who block? They do in the replay. But when it happens in real time, it's like they're talking about the play. Also... I, I, um, Sports World was very confused today uh, when Henry Ruggs released a video of him training. Wait, huh? Like he's just just not in prison? Huh? I guess like he I got ba- like he got bailed out or like I mean he's awaiting he's a, trial. He has a like a manslaughter case going on, but today he posted a picture of him running routes and you know doing foot footwork drills on Twitter. So well, on that note, we got to he's go staying to, ready. We got to go to PSAs anyway. Uh, that is a odd. And the Bills scored. Yeah, they did score. I saw that. Josh Allen, rocket emoji. That's what Big Cat just tweeted. Now we're going to go to PSA. Yeah, PSA time, boys and girls. All right, we'll be back. Hello, everybody. We're back. Listen to Tough Scenes 91.1 WEGL. And the Vikings are in the red zone. Jalen Rieger, revenge touchdown. Uh, Let's see. But in segment two. Well, can you uh, can you tilt the left? Oh. Someone got hurdled. Who was that? Is that is that 
by an unnamed white tight end. No, I think that might be Randolph. Rudolph. Now, remember Rudolph was the ginger guy oh. with all the tattoos? Oh. Did Delvin Cook change his number? Oh. Or has he always been is four? Is that... Touchdown Vikings. Yeah, Touchdown Vikings, but who is 84? Is that who Wait, is Moss? it? Herb, Herb Smith, Smith Jr. Out of Alabama. Yeah, real tight. Not really. Real tight. But segment two, we're going to get into some NFL games. And uh, we're going to get into probably the high, definitely the highest scoring, but probably the most exciting game of the week, which was the Miami Dolphins versus the Baltimore Ravens. What a game that was. What a game. I didn't really watch most of it, but I watched all the highlights and kind of just – Saw everything on social media that came about it. That was the Cal versus George game. Yeah, so, yeah, Cal, yeah, we have two friends. They both like those two teams, even though they're not from Miami or Baltimore. Uh, Wait, are they? Well, George is from, I mean, they're both from, they're twin brothers. They're, they're from both Virginia, from aren't they? No, they're from Florida. Didn't they live in Virginia at nah. one point? Aren't they like, no, I'm thinking of someone else. Ah, uh, Florida boys. They moved, here. they moved, what, when you moved here, right? Around then, I think. Yeah. They moved before I moved there. But yeah, those those are my boys. And uh, George is a Dolphins fan. And Cal's a Ravens fan. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, we were all in a group FaceTime after that game. It was pretty funny. George yeah. just got out of basic. Basic training? Yeah, for the Air Force. They're both in the Air Force now. Dang. I know. Moving up in the world, huh? Eh? Eh? But uh, I just want to talk about, so here's how, so quarter one, after quarter one, it's, Baltimore 7, Miami 0. After the second quarter, going into half, it's Baltimore 28, Miami 7. And then after the third quarter, it's Baltimore 35 versus Miami 14. So going into the fourth quarter up 35-14 with Lamar and the Ravens defense, you're, you're kind of, you think you're doing pretty well. Yeah. And then, but the fourth quarter, then... It's just, like, it seems like the Dolphins don't play anything, don't do anything for the first three quarters, and then they're like, oh, man, we're losing. And then Mike McDaniels just throws out the craziest plays of all time. Tyree Kills goes to the locker room, comes back feeling refreshed. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. He had a Starbucks refresher. Yeah, he had a pink drink. He had a pink drink. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, Miami scored 28 points to Baltimore's three points. 28-3. Yeah. Number always seems to come come back and haunt us. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later, huh? But uh who who was the route that choked the twenty eight to three? I think the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. Against the yeah, Falcons. Against, that's ironic. So the Dolphins ended up winning that game forty two to thirty eight. Um and the Dolphins are now two and I don't know when the last time the Dolphins were two and was. Maybe when Tannehill was at the helm, but probably Especially not. when one of their first games was against the Patriots. And Patri- yeah. They played the Patriots and the Ravens, and they came out 2-0, and which I bet you if you asked 99% of football fans if they would have been 2-0 after those two games, probably would have said no. Like literally five years ago, if you would yeah. ask me that. I'd be like, "There's you're crazy. Even now. Yeah. Because like Bill Belichick has like whatever, he's like 95 million and 0 against rookie head coaches or whatever that stat is. Yeah. yeah. And then like just John, that's the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, they're really good. We know they're good. Yeah. So the Dolphins for real? Maybe. We need to see them against the Bills. And everyone see where they match up. Everyone's hating on Tua, and but he balled out. He balled, balled out, out, but he did have some bad plays. He went thirty-six of fifty for four hundred and seventy yards. 
two 469 picks. yards technically nice. nice and then six TDs and two picks so he did have he still he did still have a couple mistakes he had two picks yeah but 460 yeah but yards, if you can keep doing 16. I mean that's I take that ratio 50 pass attempts four seven 470 yards six touchdowns two picks that's literally like is he playing in the big 12. Yeah, he's playing West Virginia's defense every. That's like a Baker Mayfield stat line when he played Oklahoma State or something. Oklahoma. No, I mean like when he played oh, Oklahoma oh, yeah, State. Oh yeah, he's yeah. on Oklahoma. The, like the uh, the Mahomes Baker showdown. Yeah, the, this was the Mahomes Baker showdown, but in the NFL, and then yeah, because it was really the Lamar and Mark Andrews show. Rushing, they only had like eighty-five yards of total rush yards, so it was just all passing. Tyreek Hill, 11 catches, 190 yards. Jalen Waddle, 11 catches, 170 yards, both with two touchdowns. Hmm. That's kind of insane. Yeah. 11 ca- Dude, how many? Waddle? They might have the top, like, two Waddle? of the top five fantasy wide receivers on the same team. Yeah, no, the, like, Waddle's, Waddle scored a screen, a, a touchdown off a screen pass, and it looked like he was playing against Auburn again. They have two of the fastest players in the NFL, and they're still – I was I said this yesterday and I said it today. Waddle might be like my favorite or maybe the best wide receiver prospect I've seen like in college, when he was in college. Um, wasn't he hurt though? He got hurt his senior or his last year. But yeah, remember the well, yeah, I was at your apartment for that Iron Bowl. Remember he scored five touchdowns against Auburn. Yeah, no, that was pretty. That was pretty fun for Auburn fans for sure. But if you look at it, he didn't pass it to. I mean, Jasicki had forty yards. He had the weirdest gritty I've ever seen. Yeah, he had the whole, he and he and he did it for like twenty five yards. Yeah, and he was he was hitting it like it, it was, was like if you did a karaoke. You remember that that warm it's up? Just like think of all those videos you see of like the basketball coaches when they start yeah. dancing in the locker room. That's what he looked like. <laughs> he looked like you remember the old uh, Brooklyn Nets meme? Yeah, yeah. It was like something that would you would see in that. Oh yeah, no for sure. But yeah, so he had. A combined uh, 360 yards of his 470 to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. And four of his six touchdowns. Dang. And, but on defense, what are you guys doing? There's no no sacks on defense. Oh, yeah, but I mean. I mean, yeah, but you're, yeah, I guess you're playing Lamar, Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I like when, I like when uh, the Ravens just have like four people in the backfield pretty much. They have like two. They like split backs, and they also have yeah. They're like, just like we're not, we don't, ha- we don't have receivers. We're not putting any out there. It's like watching like this. How it, that's like when Nebraska used to be good. Yeah, sorry, we're not putting wide receivers out there. We're just not playing them. We're yeah. not doing it. But then, so Lamar Jackson, twenty-one of twenty-nine for three eighteen and three touchdowns, uh, still good. And then rushing, uh, nine, yeah, hundred twenty yards and a touchdown. He had that really long one, and they were basically like, "Lamar's put on weight. He's put on weight in the off season because he did get a little bigger." And they're like, "Is he still gonna be like? In, yeah, he still can run faster than every yeah. person in the NFL." Yeah, <laughs> uh, he ran right by him, and now he's the size of a linebacker. Yeah, so that's scary. Ravens need to sign him immediately. Yeah, pay the man his money. Did he win the MVP? Yeah, and he people, just he just single that. like it was Lamar Jackson versus uh the Dolphins offense. Yeah. It was and Rashad it was, Bateman. It was Tua, Jalen Waddle, Jasicki, and Tua versus Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and, and and their running backs their running backs for the day were uh who is 
Justice Hill, okay, who was drafted in the fourth round out of Oklahoma State in 2019. Um, Don't remember. He, he wears number 43 as a running back. Yeah, that's, all need, that. that's all I need to know. Uh, then they had Kenyon Drake, who is now on his 17th NFL team, uh, and Mike Davis. Oh, uh, the formerly and they and Justice and Kenyon Drake averaged one point three yards per carry, and Mike Davis averaged point eight yards per carry. So they really helped Lamar Jackson out there. And then uh, receiving, I guess Rashad Bateman's their number one. Yeah, he's not bad. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's not bad. And Mark Andrews, but other than that, I don't know any of their wide receivers. Yeah, I don't think they do either. No, uh, I. Likely, it could be an L. Uh, a Duvernay, I know him. Yeah, he went to Texas. Uh, D. Robinson, no clue. And then T. Wallace, no clue. That that sounds like any like receiver. That could be anybody. Yeah, that, yeah that's That could just, be a fake name. Yeah, that's like the wide receiver assistant coaches are just playing now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The grad assistants. <laughs> and then <clears throat> defense, they're always going to be solid. Yeah. Even though they Even also – Kyle Hamilton sack. did not have his – Greatest game, or yeah. Peters, but, or their corner. Um, what's his name? Also, uh, Devin Duvernay had a kick return for a hundred yards. Really? But, yeah. I we did just not spent. See that part. We also just spent like twelve minutes on one game. So yeah. Uh, also, quickly go to the next one. Also, uh, if you think my voice sounds a little weird, I'm like kind of losing my voice right now. It's. Uh, I tried to. I drank some tea before this, and my throat kind of just hurts. So I'm trying not to like get aggravated even more. Riley's got monkeypox. Maybe I don't know how, but probably from watching that Auburn game. Yeah, I and contracted then, it. I did say that like five times that I contracted monkeypox from watching this game. Yeah, you, I mean, we, you probably attracted just like less brain cells watching that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But uh, next game, Commanders versus Lions. The Lions, did they win? Oh yeah, Lions oh, won. Yeah. Uh, on the backs of Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff, Super Bowl quarterback. Super Bowl finalist quarterback. Yeah, 36-27. Great win for the Lions. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been playing well. He had three touchdowns, 340 yards, and only one pick. You can get that from Carson Wentz every week. I think Washington Commanders fans will be happy. 30-46 isn't horrible. Uh, the running backs didn't do much. That's uh, all I have to say. Antonio Gibson had 14 carries for 28 yards. Um, and, yeah, that they had no other rushing. Speaking of commanders uh, running backs, did you see Brian Robinson's already, like, doing agility drills after getting shot? Yeah, he got shot, but he's back. Like, and he's, then... Dude's tough as nail. I didn't know this, but Curtis Samuel is now on the commanders from... The uh, Ohio State guy who was on the Panthers, and he he played well. Seven catches, 80 yards. Terry McLaurin did his thing, obviously. Dotson. Jahan Dotson, another big game. He, uh, he was really good at Penn State. Yeah, he, he, sauced, he sauced Auburn last year at the at old Happy Valley. Yep, and then for the Lions, Jared Goff, two, 256 yards, 256. It's uh, nice. me and Riley's area code currently where we live. Uh, four touchdowns. Um, DeAndre Swift played pretty well, even though he only had five carries, which was kind of weird. Um, 
Amon Ross St. Brown, nine catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns. He's becoming Jared Goff's favorite player to throw to, and he's also really good. Yeah. And then on defense, they, they've been playing well on defense. They're not horrible on defense. And, uh, Dan Campbell, baby. Their kicker made both their field goals, which Can't that's, that's a big thing. No. All right, we gotta go. To, we gotta go to PSA. Go and then we'll be back. What game are we talking about when we get back? Um, since we we try to talk through four games, we only got through two in this segment, so we'll have to speed up. Jags, Colts, Falcons, Rams. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Falcons, Rams, Jags, Colts. When we come back, peace. Hola, you're listening to Tough Scenes on WEGL ninety one point one FM, and we're back. Talk some Jacksonville Jaguars versus the, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Colts, Jags. Um, what is going on in Indy? This is not at all what I expected for their season. Yeah, uh, they're 0 1 and 1. That means they have zero wins. One uh, loss. And, and, the one lo- and the tie is against the Texans, by the way. Yeah. And the loss is against the Jaguars. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what's going on. I This is not at all what I thought. The uh the Colts would be this year, because they I mean they were decent last year. They almost made the playoffs with Carson Wentz, and he didn't play good at all. The double sprained ankles. Double sprained ankles, and then they get Matt Ryan, who's been historically a really good quarterback, statistic wise. And I mean he's played really well too, but stats he's been one of the best. And but he went 16 of 30 for 195 yards and three picks against the Jags, and gave uh gave old Dougie Peterson his first win. Yeah, first one in Jacksonville. Maybe a Super Bowl season for them. Um, um probably. Maybe. Even though if you've seen if you any of you have seen that video of Trevor Lawrence trying to hype up his guys like before they walk out of the tunnel, uh it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I don't he couldn't hype me up to make a PB and J. Yeah, he could like that's me to myself, like probably tomorrow when I have to go to class. Like I don't Come I, on guys, let's go to just go to class. Yeah. And then Jonathan Taylor also I mean, nine, why, he only had nine carries. Why is the best running back in football, Jonathan Taylor, only getting nine carries? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess because if you throw three picks, you're not going to have the football very often. Yeah. Say that. I mean, the Jaguars just played really well. Yeah. And, I mean, James Robinson had 23 carries. And with with uh, Michael Pittman out of the lineup, again, I don't know any of the Colts receivers. Yeah, I'm looking in. A. Doolin. D. Patman, M. Strachan, K. Grant. I don't know who any of Jonathan those players Jonathan Taylor had are. a one reception for nine yards. Paris Campbell, zero catches. Nice. Ohio uh, State. Ohio State guy. So, yeah, the Colts just aren't playing well at all. And then the Jaguars, they didn't even play good, really. They just were – the Colts were so bad. Trevor I mean, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence only – he had five incomplete passes. Five inc- Yeah, I mean, but he didn't really – it's only 235 and two touchdowns. It's not crazy stats. Rushing, pretty good. Um, Christian they're not, Kirk. They're not using Travis Etienne very much, even though uh, they used like a first-round pick on him last year. I mean, they threw the ball to him three times. or they, I guess they just have no plans on him being a rushing guy. Yeah, I think they're just... They're just going to use James Robinson for him. And then receiving, yeah, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram both had big days. Who's... Who, wait, MJ. That's Marvin Jones, yeah, I believe. I and then that's on defense, who had the – I really don't know very many players on their defense. Cisco, D. Lloyd, Devin Lloyd. 
Yeah, so the Colts, I don't know what, the, because uh, the Colts owner, what's his name? Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay came out and said he's going to win two Super Bowls in the next 10 years. And they're not off to a hot start. And also, the reason why they brought in Carson Wentz and then got rid of Carson Wentz so quickly is because they want to win now. They're tired of losing. They want to win. They want to get back to winning like they did with Peyton and Andrew Luck. Uh, but they obviously made a step in the wrong direction. Yeah. Or at least that's the way it looks so far because well, uh, here's time of possession. Yeah. Uh Time of possession, Jaguars 38 minutes to the Colts 21 minutes. You're not going to win doing that. Yeah, that's, um, that's actually so bad. But when you have three picks. Yeah, the, the Colts had five. I mean, the Jaguars had five sacks. Colts had zero. Five, both had five punts. Um, third down efficiency, the Colts were two of ten. Yeah, you're not going to win a game like that. It's not getting the job done, eh? Yeah. Um, but then that's kind of it for that game. Yeah, I mean – Jaguars looking like real Super Bowl contenders, in my opinion. <laughs> that, was, that was sarcasm. What else do we want to – Until it's true. What's it, the next game again? Uh, Falcons and Rams, which the Rams uh, – the Rams – sorry, guys, my voice is all messed up. The Rams were up oh, – I did it again. <laughs> the Rams. The Rams were up 21-3 to at halftime against the Matt Ryan-less Falcons. And uh, they – Later conceded 24 points in the second half, but somehow got the win because they scored 10 more points in the second half. Yeah, well, basically, the Rams had a 28-3 lead in the third quarter, uh, which is funny because if you can remember, I know a lot of you probably have forgotten, in like Super Bowl in 2016 or 2018, whatever year that was. 17. 17. The uh, Falcons had a 28-3 lead on the Patriots, and they blew it. And the Rams almost did it again. That was Super Bowl 51? Yeah, the Rams aren't, like, and the Falcons didn't play great. Great. The Rams are just kind of bad. Not going to lie. Matt Stafford had three touchdowns, but he also had two picks. Well, Drake London played good. Didn't really get it going too well in the running game. And then Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Yeah, he did really well. And then for the Falcons, eleven. Yeah, Drake London played well, but Tyler Higby did well. I think the Rams yeah. just aren't that good this year. They kind of they it wor- like they kind of sold everything and bought their team last year. You know what I mean? And they just kind of paid all the good players. I think the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts just scored again. Oh wow! Uh, Might have just ran it in. Yep. But yeah, but they kind of and then now, a lot of those players that they paid a lot of money to. Are either not as good, not playing as good, or they left. Like they lost Andrew Whitworth, their left tackle. That was a huge loss for them because he was pro bowler, like captain of the team, whatever. And then who else did they lose? They lost OBJ. Yeah. Which say what you want about OBJ, but he's he can catch the ball pretty well. He was down in New Orleans this weekend. Yeah, I think he's just taking college trips. Yeah, I saw taking that. college visits. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh. I like how he just mentioned how the Colts aren't going to win a game by going 2 for 10 on third down, but the Falcons went 3 for 10 and they almost won. So well, maybe I was wrong. T- technically, we weren't wrong. They went 3 for 10, not 2 for 10. Yeah, that is you true. Can win, you, and, two, I mean, 2 is a number. You I get mean, above 2, you can maybe win. The Rams are obviously not Super Bowl contenders, and the Jacksonville Yeah, Jaguars well, it's just because when you have so much money tied up to your top guys, you're obviously going to have to save some money elsewhere, and that's starting to show. they got some players that are. 
not too good out there. Just mixed in with, like, you have Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, and Aaron Donald, and then a bunch of bad players mixing with those really good players. Yeah. And then, so that's kind of it. And, like, for, the Jaguars, you see what they're doing. Back-to-back number one picks. Back-to-back number one picks. Super Bowl contenders. In my eyes. All right, let me – what's the next slide we got? So that was that game. Um, We could talk about the Saints-Bucks. Oh, I guess we have to talk about talk about Jets-Browns. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let me All hit. I want to say about that is, like, what the heck? What are we doing? I mean, that was so bad. That was horrible. We were up 30-17 to 17 with a minute 55 to go. Our kicker comes out and isn't paying attention. I don't know what he's doing. We're up. He's either just doesn't care or whatever. It goes out there and just hits a duck, and it was a horrible kick. I mean, we, if, if you miss an extra point, that's a horrible kick. So now we're still up only 30-17. to 17. Panthers get the ball back. and Jets. they Jets get, get the ball back, and our, <laughs> our defense just uh, – we were playing red light, green light, red light, and they said red light. And the Jets cheated, and they started running when it was still red light. And then when they said green light, he was already like 30 yards down the field. Yeah. So that's why they scored. They kind of cheated the red light, green light game. Flacco had 300 yards. This was the battle of the backups. Dude, we let Joe, we let 85-year-old Joe Flacco look like he was an MVP quarterback. Well, Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Yeah. But 85-year-old Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco, looked like he was still Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. I mean, it's just so pathetic, too. Like, what the heck? And then we didn't recover the onside kick because Mari Cooper pulled a Cam Newton and didn't dive on the ball. He still played very well. Nine receptions for 100 yards and a touchdown. We played yards. well when it didn't matter. Yeah. No, our offense was great, and then our defense just couldn't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. And we, I mean, Brees Hall, go right ahead. Michael Carter Jr., go right ahead. Garrett Wilson, you won 200 yards in the two touchdowns. Go right ahead. Miles Garrett, your star player. One tackle and one sack the entire game. Yeah, and then he gets in the podium and he's like, it's it's week two. He's, he's got a lot of games it. left. Didn't like the fans booing us. What are we supposed to do? <clears throat> Cheer? You guys just had the most embarrassing. And I'll, just some stats to make it even worse. Um, after Nick Chubb scored, made it 30-17, the Jets had a point. 001 chance chance of winning which is the lowest or the Browns had a 99.9% chance of winning and the Jets came back and won obviously so that's the lowest percentage to ever come back and win in the Statcast era that's been around since 2016 and the in the last time that any team has scored 13 points in 90 seconds was the Bears in 2001 uh, against Cleveland Browns and we just, like, we are literally the all- biggest joke of the league. Yeah, actually. Like, go back and look at all the worst losses, like the fumble with Ernest Beiner on the goal line against the Broncos in the 80s in the AFC Championship game. I mean, every the drive that John Elway did when he just marched right down the field on us and scored to go to the AFC Championship game, like, back-to-back years. We just have the worst losses. at Like, we just, we're the worst team. We were just the laughing stock of the league. And I was telling this to Riley earlier. I love how you're just now realizing this. Like, I was telling this to Riley earlier. Like, Browns fans don't like the Browns. We're not fans of the Browns. We're just not allowed to be fans of anybody else. We actually hate the Browns. We just, very early on in our lives, got married to the, we saw the really hot chick, and we had a kid with her. 
so we can't leave. And that was the Browns. And now we're like 40, and we did that when we we're 20, and we we hate ourselves. Yeah, we we're having a midlife crisis, and we we just can't divorce him though, because we have a kid with him. We have a kid with the Browns, and yeah, so now we're just stuck with the Browns, even though we hate them, and we can't cheer for anybody else. Yeah, I mean the Jets had two sacks allowed, or one more sack allowed, one more punt, uh, fumble lost, five less minutes of time of possession, and nine less first downs. Yeah, and uh, almost a hundred less rushing yards. Dude, we, they're so bad. Oh my! Like, what are we doing? That's a tough scene. Browns. That's tough scene. Holy. Browns should close doors. That and Bryson DeChambeau, which we'll talk about later. That was hilarious. I don't know if that was tough. That might it was a tough scene for him personally. Yeah. For yeah. everybody else, no. Yeah, it was a comedic scene. All right, we gotta get a PSAs again. Um, and then we'll be back talking. Talking some NFC South, talking Falcon Saints, and then probably update you on the Monday Night Football games and, you know, just talk some football. Talk some football. All right, we'll be back. Talk about Auburn. Uh, Auburn. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1, and uh, I'm looking here on our little uh, array board. We have some funny sound, sound bites. And we actually have Mike Evans' official apology speech. Limited exclusively to tough scenes. Yeah. We paid a lot of money for this guy to him directly from him ah! right after the game. Yeah, hold on. My ear, my earphones have fell off. Um, this is definitely, definitely not sarcasm. This is from the source. This is from Mike Evans himself. And after he shoved Marcus Lattimore, not Marcus Lattimore. Yeah. What's what whatever? Marshawn. Marshawn Lattimore. All right. Here we go. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Yep. That didn't really make any sense. Yeah, uh, no. you kind of those only funny for us. <laughs> uh, oh wait, this is the second part. Whoa, Yankee with no brim. <laughs> no, none of these make any sense. You got any, is there any other funny ones? <laughs> is that just the Spider-Man guy? Are you serious? <laughs> are there any fart sounds? Uh, no, but there should be. Uh, sh- we, we're going to put those on yeah, the array board on. for next week. Everybody stand up. Take your hats off. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen. All right. Well, we'll stop playing with the array board and all the noises that they have up there. Get back to our football games. But, uh, yeah, so we were talking about Mike Evans having an apology because he uh, just decided yeah. to beat up the entire Saints defense. Uh, specifically, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore. Uh they were trying to get him, trying to hit Brady or whatever, and Mike Dude, Tom was Brady is like, Tom Brady is literally your girlfriend that instigates fights that you have to get in. Yeah. <laughs> like Tom Brady, like he, like he literally he's gotten so old, and he to the point where like if you're a cornerback, you can't like you're talking trash Tom Brady, you can't go hit him. He's old. Yeah. You have to go fight Mike Evans, who's like six five. It's like some jacked. girlfriend. Yeah, some girlfriend is like. Talking like smack to you, like you're not yet you to go fight your boyfriend now. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> so so Tom Brady was getting into it with some of the Saints players. Uh, Mike Evans didn't take very lightly to this, and he just kind of ran over Marshawn Lattimore. I think he just hates him because this is not the first incident with him. No, they yeah, they definitely hate each other. Um, I think Mar- Marshawn Lattimore just had like. Uh, a soundbite from like Mike Evans at the Texas A&M midnight yell or something like that, and he was like clowning them for it, and then he was just like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Dude, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Midnight. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, college football part. The but yeah, that that's uh, that's a tradition that just needs to go. But other than that, uh, scuff. So both both of them got ejected, and uh, but other than that, scuffle. The game was kind of boring. It was twenty to ten. Uh, Jameis Winston threw three picks. Uh, Tom Brady himself didn't play very well. I think he threw a couple, threw a pick or two as well. Where was it played? It was in New Orleans. Ah, that's so And Mike Evans' response to the fight was, "Get spicy down New Orleans, man." That's, Which that is a fantastic like I, reasoning. You, you can't you can't argue that. They should unsuspend him for the next game for that because I mean it's true. It things do get spicy. Yeah, I don't mean I don't get why people get suspended and like eject him for fighting. Uh, yeah. That's what you mean, yeah. They didn't like even the, fight. There was no punches thrown. But the next game, that's dumb. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, it's like, what's the... They didn't suspend the Pouncey brothers. No, yeah, and they just, like, singing, ganged up on Miles Garrett. Yeah. I mean, I don't... What's, like, the reasoning? Like, they don't want to show fighting to, on TV to, like, people? I guess so. But, I mean... Right, it's like... It's football, man. Yeah, anyone who's watching football is probably into that. Yeah. I don't know well, one... Well, it's not only that they're into that, but, like, it's understandable. Yeah, I don't know one person... I don't think I've ever watched a sporting event with anyone who, any time a scuffle has gone out, they've been like, oh, no, no! This is a disgusting... Oh, I guess the malice in the palace. Even then, I'd probably... I don't think I'd know anyone that'd be like, oh, my God! This is horrible. But yeah, but that's like very rare. That's never happening again, probably. Definitely yeah. not. I mean, literally, there's an entire sport where fighting's not necessarily legal, but it's not. It's like what you do when yeah. you like when you got a guy who just like took out your star player. Like if he just took out Crosby, it's a thing. you can go beat him up. Yeah, I don't get why. Especially what they did. They just like what Mike Evans just ran into Marshawn, then they like had Kinda a wrestling cheap match. Kind of them with a shove, but at the same time. Like, what they were just having like a wrestling wrestling match on the ground and it just turned into like a dog pile. I didn't see it get that far. I only saw the shove and then they got separated. Yeah, and then they, but then you just go back to your sideline, you just carry on. I don't. Lattimore got like Lattimore got like. Oh my god, I'm sorry. He flew like five yards. Oh yeah, no, he did. He get, he got tossed. It was a tough scene for him. To and again, fair, it was not, a little not, bit of a cheap shot. It was also like a really unfair matchup. Like, yeah, I know Mike Evans is like DB, six five, and Marshawn Lattimore is like six two tops, maybe. Uh, I was thinking like five nine. But so we got what other games you want to talk about in the NFL, man? Uh, we don't really have to get in depth on this one, but the Patriots and Steelers played, and uh, it was a battle of who doesn't want it more, who wants to lose, and the Steelers just did not want it more. I also saw during that game that some Kenny Pickett chance started in the stadium. It was in uh, it was a Pittsburgh game. Yeah, Trubisky threw a pick, like a really bad pick. Oh, sure. I don't know how we almost forgot Chiefs and Chargers. Oh yeah, with the unwatchable game. The unwatchable game because it was on Amazon Prime and uh, NFL is basically like don't don't have Amazon. Sorry. That's tough. Uh, you can go watch go watch the WNBA finals. I shout out the Aces. Shout out the Aces. Their, I don't know. Their head coach was the... Are uh, they Las Vegas? Yeah. Las Vegas Aces. That's where... They used to be the San Antonio team. And oh. they have the old San Antonio... Another championship for the Spurs, by the way. Uh, they have... Nope, the Aces. Las Vegas. Well, their head coach was uh, Becky, who was our assistant coach in San Antonio. So that's another 
from the from the Popovich coaching tree. Yeah, that's that's another banner for the Spurs. Yeah, but We're, we have a small dynasty. Well, not even small. We just have a huge dynasty now. True. Us in Cleveland, we're going to have a mega dynasty in the future. You know how many LeBron guys? It is true. LeBron how many teammates? And then LeBron Spurs coaches. Basically, every championship from now on is a Cleveland championship because every kid in high school has gone through like a LeBron Nike camp. Yeah. And so. also, like, every championship's a Spurs championship because Popovich uh, has coached everybody. And he's just just old. Yeah. So to just, like, be nice to him, be like, here you go. Here's another championship. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Chiefs-Chargers, my main takeaway was uh, how tough as nails. I didn't like the how Roger Goodell and Jeff Bezos sitting next to each other. just looked like they were both, like, two, like, guys who ran the world. Yeah, on the robot stuff. On the robot stuff. And then Jeff, Jeff Bezos had to get, like, on top of Roger Goodell's shoulder to, like, whisper in his ear. Couldn't just, like, <laughs> lean over. He had to, like, saw that. he was, yeah. like, all over him. I wonder what he was saying. He's like, you, you, do you really let your workers get, like, benefits and stuff <laughs> like that? Yeah. Uh, so what happens when an NFL player has to use the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. So what happens when an NFL player asks to go home? Uh, what do you, is do you, oh, oh, we let him go home. I, that's a horrible idea. Over at Amazon, we can make him save 12 hours a day. Yeah, um, what's your vacation plan looking like? That is crazy, though, how like Amazon just has like 12-hour shifts, those guys in the warehouses. Yeah, and they like pee in bottles. Yeah, because you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. That's insane. Dude, if I had to pee in a bottle, I think I'd poke a hole in it and throw it. At Jeff. Jeff. Where is Jeff? Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically. Herbert, like, didn't break his ribs, but he broke his ribs type of deal. And uh, Gerald Everett was super gassed on the pick six and was asking to come out of the game and just, I guess, like, he was either ignored or no one saw it, and they threw it to him, and the guy just, like, just walked in front of him and caught it and ran it for pick six. It's a tough scene. So, tough scene for the Chargers. Um, another loss for the Chargers where they seemed like they could have easily won it. This is what the Chargers do. Yeah, no, that's they've been doing that for years. All right, we're going we're gonna to go up 27-17, and then about at some point in the third quarter, they're going to come back and win. It's like I remember watching Chargers games when Phillip Rivers was there, and, like, I know I'm not the only one that remembers this, but, like, just in the fourth quarter when they're in a winnable game and they just fall apart and Phillip Rivers just – the camera just captures him just getting angry, but it's Phillip Rivers, so he's not really that angry. And it's just I, – I love that that's still going on, but in different Well, ways, it's you know. also like just come on. Like just, just win a game. Yeah. And But it's it's like they don't blow the lead. They They have a lead. They blow it. But then they score again, retake the lead, and then lose it again and lose, like, in the last minute. Yeah, they're just – it's – it really is, like – they're kind of like the Angels. They take – They have really good players, and they just can't put it together. They just take the third quarter off. Yeah. If they can beat you with the first half and the fourth quarter, then they're going to win. Which they can probably with most teams, but not Chiefs. Um. Well, I have a solution to this. Maybe the Chargers should – have like an honorary team mom 
that get some little baggies of like orange slices and Gatorade. Capri Sun. Or Capri Sun. And that's what they do at halftime. They'll be motivated. I think what they should do is I don't I don't know, just finish just do do it what do what you like whatever you guys have been doing for the first half. Just continue doing that. Yeah. Or they should uh they should rehire Marty Schottenheimer. Even though I think he's dead. Oh, no. Isn't Marty Schottenheimer like 95? He is older. I think, I'm pretty dead. sure he's dead. Oh, I don't want to hear that. They fired him when he went 14-2, by the way. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, because they lost in the first round against uh, the Yeah, he's dead. He, he died last year. Oh, man. Um, well, I guess that's really out of the equation. He goes for the Browns. Um, R.I.P. Marty Schottenheimer. What did he coach did not for the know Browns? He died. Uh, Great 84 coach. to 88. Oh, he was our coach for the all those bad losses. Hey, but those bad losses came in big games. They did. Shout out Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, shout out R.I.P. It's a Great long coach. name. It's a pretty cool ass name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has a son that coaches. Give Shankel to run for his buddy. Yeah. Oh, man, we're an hour in the show, and my throat is on fire. This is the most I've talked pretty much all day. I'm in pain. But yeah. I'm going to continue on because I, I have grit. This is like Justin Herbert after he broke his ribs without breaking his ribs. Uh, one last thing. Sorry to cut you off about the Bucks saints game. Are we going to acknowledge that Tom Brady had plastic surgery? Uh, No. He definitely had plastic surgery. Okay. Look at him. His face now, and it's way different. Maybe his, his voice is all also a little bit higher pitched, and uh, I think it's been proven now that the reason he took the eleven days off was for the Masked Singer. Because if you've seen any Masked Singer commercials, like at the very end when they're like they don't show the person, but they're like saying like some big names have been on the show, they're like Tom Brady. That would like be in the commercial. Uh, just I, oh, that would be so funny. So people true. were like commenting on how his voice sounded more higher pitched, and people thought it was because he got plastic surgery, but maybe it's just because he had been doing the singing thing. Yeah. For a mass singer. <laughs> if it comes out that Tom Brady took eleven days off and came out in that first game and looked super rusty because he didn't win on the mass singer, it, that'll be one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Yeah, I just can't see that being true, but also I can. Like, Here, and then while we do PSA, is I'll look up that commercial for you. Um, yeah, it could, also it could be, before we go to PSA, it's Monday Night Football update. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me log on to the old computer, Dora. I think, uh, I'm sorry for yawning, guys. I'm not even that tired. Um, I think the Vikings-Eagles are at halftime, but the Bills and Titans should be close to being done. We're at halftime right now of the Vikings-Eagles game, and... Titans, Bills, um, let's see, Titans versus Bills, ooh, about what I expected, 41-7 Bills, uh, I, I didn't say this to you, obviously, I said this to my brother earlier in the day, I was, like, cause we were talking about Titans, Bills, and he was saying how Titans are gonna be pretty good and probably are gonna win, and I said, no, just, no. and no chance. Do you think the Bills lose a game this year? Uh, maybe three, maybe. 14. Malik Willis is playing now for the Titans. Oh my God! He's in. All right, we gotta go to PSS. We'll be back.
Alrighty, we're back. Segment five, top of the hour, nine oh four. Um, Riley is in the bathroom right now, so I'm solo dolo for the next couple minutes. Um, he had a chai tea latte before we started. Hopefully, it's not messing up the stomach, cause I know it would for me. That's for sure. Also, if that's your problem and you got caffeine that messes up your stomach, try plant-based caffeine. I don't know if it does anything else. Probably placebo effect, but I think it worked for me. But TMI, sorry about that. But besides that, we'll get back into the show. Um, college football, week three. I guess we'll start off with our school, Auburn University against Penn State. And horrible game that was. Oh, Riley's back. Thought, thought it might be a long one. Told me to chai tea latte before, and that would have wrecked my stomach. No, it was just it was the number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. They were playing uh, some foreign music out there. Oh, really? I, I was digging it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was Indian music. I want to say. You know the song. Of, um, like that. No, but <laughs> hold on. I'll. I don't think I can play it on this show, but. Uh, whatever. I'll try yeah. and find it. What were you saying? Well, it's basically just like, I guess we might as well get it out of the way first. First game, we'll talk about the one uh, Auburn versus Penn State. Uh, the only good thing about this game is that we were expected to lose. Yeah, we did lose. Uh, just... <laughs> That's what they were playing. They were really game. playing that? Yeah, dude, I'm not even lying. Uh, but yeah, so... um. I guess it's not as it's not horrible because we were expected to lose and they were ranked twenty two and we're unranked. No, it was it was still horrible. But but what makes it worse is that we were winning the first half. We should have won the first we should be should have been leading the game going into the first half because our defense playing well, they made enough stops and our offense I forget exactly what happened, but we had a, a pick Fumble. That, a pick that wasn't TJ's fault. It was tipped off someone's hand and well, no, no, he got hit as he was thrown. Yeah, okay, wait, never mind. Yeah, he was hit while he was thrown. I just remember the guy had to dive to catch it. And then fumbles, and it just, we just hurt our penalties, just killed ourselves in the first half. It was that fumble. The fumble in the pick was a little unlucky. Like, the fumble, like, he, it was from his blind side, and he was about to throw it. Yeah. And his he couldn't get the forward motion on his arm. Maybe, I mean... They hit it out. I think that happened a couple of times throughout the game. And, and some of them, Auburn was able to recover. But yeah, no, there's, there's no ball security. Yeah, so there's a lot of fumbles from T.J. Finley and other... Mainly T.J. Finley, but there was... Member number 10, don't even know his name. He fumbled in the first half, but we uh, should no, have been Shedrick, up. Shedrick fumbled. Yeah, we should have been up number 11. going into halftime. So I think a lot of Auburn fans were disappointed because we had played so poorly. But I think in the back of our minds, we're like, all right, we'll be fine because the re- we're, we beat ourselves in the we're first a, half. We're a second-half team. Yeah, like we'll, we'll come out, and as long as we don't do that type of stuff, we'll win this game. Because we're only down, what, 14-6? Yeah. We're only down a uh, – And we outrushed. Like, we had more yards on Biggs, the ground. We played well. We had more yards to the air. We just and, were losing the turnover battle, which, I mean, that's been kind of the – theme of the year so far yeah and so you know, we come we're coming on the second half Auburn fans I think are a little down but they're hopeful still and and then our first drive we get to a long third third down immediately backed up into our own end zone almost and then TJ Finley takes a deep sack which is to start the half after 
playing horribly the first half. Not good. No, we were driving and then we took a we took a sack out of field goal range. I want to say, or no, we got the field goal, but they scored a touchdown. Maybe it wasn't the first drive back, but there was one drive where yeah. we had a we were at a long we had a long third down. It was like third and fourteen. We were pinned pretty far back, and then TJ Finley just took a deep sack. Really, yeah. it's like, th- and then we punted, and they had the ball, in uh, what was it? Not like the 50, 47 yard line or something. And then uh, Singleton, the running back, who really, I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, he's good. But a lot of it was also there was just ginormous holes in the Auburn defense for him to run through, and I think he had like a fifty yard run. That put him on like the three yard line. And they scored, and then after that, it was kind of just uh, it was. Well, then no, it, we still maybe had a chance if we went and scored a touchdown. Well, we had a chance, but I'm like the morale, like the morale of the team was just we were we lost. The morale, I think, I think we knew we lost when we drove after that, got to the red zone, and then Ashford threw a pick. Yeah, anything and, that and then, started to go our way was quickly halted with like a fumble or a pick. Or just a three and out. It was horrific. Yeah. It was one of the – it was the most mad I've ever been watching Auburn game. And it was like – I don't know. In I'm my just opinion, so disappointed. It's – we know exactly what TJ Finley is. That, that like, we get – that's what TJ – like, we – it's not – we're not going to wait any – like, it's not like he's going to get any better. I don't think. I think that's what he is. So, do you still want to do that? Or do you just want to go to, like – Robbie Ashford, and hopefully him playing and getting more experience by getting all the reps makes him good. I don't know. Or do you go Zach Calzada? Because right now, we're kind of not playing for anything. Yeah. I mean, we're not not winning our side, you know, not being Alabama. And so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to beat Missouri. So I think you might just take this year as – We'll just play every quarterback and see which one works for next year. Yeah, but then we have that freshman who's going to be, I hope, really good. Yeah, let me look at the rest of our schedule real quick. We have Missouri this weekend, LSU next weekend, and then Georgia after that. Let's see. That's going to be tough. All right, so we're 2-1 and right now. Missouri, I think we can win. So that'll be 3-1. and well, I think we could beat LSU too, but I don't. I don't know. LSU, uh, I'll give us four and one. Uh, Georgia, we're gonna get beat by sixty. Uh, so four and two. Ole Miss, they're three and zero oh and playing Ridiculous. pretty solid. I think Ole Miss is gonna beat us because that's. Uh, I think that's gonna be in a that's an away game. Yeah, I'm going to that. So game. now we're four and three. Arkansas, they seem. I mean, they seemingly appear to be back yeah but we beat them last year when they were really good too we did beat them last year but But i think we're worse this year i i'm gonna give that to them so i'm gonna go so now after that game we're four and four auburn versus mississippi state i think we can beat them i'll give us that well five and four well mississippi state didn't they just beat lsu uh yeah so i don't know if we're gonna beat them i'll give it to us texas a&m um, although they did just have a bad week, I don't think we'll beat them. They had they've had consecutive bad weeks. They did not really play well against Miami either. Yeah, but they did come out with a win. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get so right. I'm saying we're five and five, 
Uh, then we got Western Kentucky, which that's kind of weird to be playing in November nineteenth. Western well, Kentucky. Well, it's the tune-up game for the Iron Bowl. Yeah, so I'll give the six and five, and then the Auburn. We're gonna. Lo- I say we lose to Alabama because it's in Al- uh, Brian Denny Stadium. Uh, so I say we're gonna be six and six. It's not very good. I don't. It's just like where do you go from there if you're a booster? So, like, is another coach really going to take this roster and make it that much better? No. Like, you're just going to have to – and we're not – we're completely dominated. Like, this market that we're in, like Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, southeast market is completely dominated by Alabama, Georgia. Florida. Florida. Texas. Texas. Oklahoma. Like, and then what, what are you What are you going to – yeah. And then you got the big schools that still come into here, like USC and – Ohio State, and then wh- where are you going to go? You're going to go try to get the Western people where they all go to, like, Oregon, USC, still Ohio State, no, Alabama. I, we still – like, recruiting is never going to be an issue. We're still going to get – I think, well – Like, if, our recruiting class if is we're okay not okay with being, right now, but – If we're okay with being, like, the third best team in the SEC East every year, then I think we, our recruiting is fine. But if we want to be with – Alabama and Georgia, we gotta really step up our recruiting. Like, I if mean, that's what we want to be, well, we Gu- want to be one of those teams. Gus had top ten classes pretty much every year he was there. Yeah, he just and we still have some. Gus was just lessons. a horrible coach. Yeah, I I think we also like. Get Wish we could keep great Gus. Juco guys. Wish we could keep Gus for recruiting and then just have a different guy call the game. Have <laughs> Gus recruit and Brian Harson could still be the coach of the games. Then I think that would end up pretty well. Uh, I don't know. But that's the hard part. It's like I feel like our roster right now isn't the greatest. So I'm. But they're still like really. I think they're more talented than Penn State. Like we out have definitely been better at recruiting. I'm just like the past ten years than Penn State. Having a hard time judging Brian Harson on this one. Like I don't know if he's a bad coach, good coach, okay coach. Yeah. Right now I think he's doing okay, but. We're twelfth. We're ranked twelfth in the SEC. Not so good. In recruiting? No, just like. Oh, in general. Yeah, because we're. Uh, I don't have. A, I don't like. I don't worry about recruiting when it comes to Auburn. I think we're gonna get recruits. I think we'll get recruits, but we'll just be like a ten to fifteen team. I think if we want to start being a top five team, we gotta get better at recruiting. Yeah. But that's gonna take a hard time because, like we said, like this I mean, this market is dominated by that's how it's all Alabama been, and Georgia, and we still get number one guys too. Sometimes we just have so. to. We just need Nick Saban to retire. Yeah, which knowing Nick Saban, he'll coach till he's like ninety five. <coughs> Are we gonna go to PSAs? Uh, uh, <coughs> my throat's killing me. All right, we'll be back. Uh, we kind of talk some more college football when we get back. We'll talk a little bit college football. <coughs> was, I mean, it, I mean, there was big games, but there wasn't. Yeah. An insane amount of huge games this weekend. Yeah. Then again, it's only week three. I feel terrible right now. Uh, it's Riley's flu game podcast. Yeah, for real. That'd be actually hilarious if I had the flu right now. I'm like sweating. I feel like I have a fever, but you know this. This is my flu game. This is grit right here. This is this is my grittiest podcast um, performance of all time. As I completely unrelated, but as I was typing in the Auburn 
game and schedule. I saw that uh, Ron DeSantis' criminal probe is trending. What did he do? I don't even know who that is. Dun, dun, dun. Ron DeSantis the is the guy. yeah the governor of Florida. Florida man. Uh, migrant attorneys call for a criminal probe into DeSantis' cruel Martha's Vine Vineyard stunt. Oh yeah, I remember that. All right, well I'm we're going to PSAs. All right, we're back. You're listening to uh, Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1 yeah, and, FM. Uh, quick breaking news. The Buffalo Bills just had their first punt of the season in the third quarter of the second game. First punt. First punt. Um, I mean, what, what do you do if you're the Bills kicker and you literally don't you do not do your job for the first the whole first game and the whole first half and half the third quarter? You're That's like, the dream this is, job. Like, do you? I feel like you just get extremely cold, and you get out there, and you'd be like, "Dude, I don't even know how to punt anymore." Imagine if that San Diego State kicker, uh, punter didn't like commit heinous crimes. And, yeah, and he was the punter, dude. The Bills would—that would be insane. That guy sucks, though. Yeah, that guy knows. But, uh, any other college football games you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, Florida should have lost to USF, but their kick. Well, one, they were on. It was a third and goal. Yeah, what happened? The quarterback, watch it. the center, just messed up the snap. The quarterback let it, let it go, and it was a fumble. And they go like 18 yards back, and then uh, they were pretty much winning the entire game. And then Florida came back, scored, and whatever. And the UCF's driving, and then they have the fumble, uh, in like third and goal, and then where they go to kick a field goal to tie it, the holder like missed the ball, but then he picked it up. And then, but like, the kicker's already like about to kick it, and he just didn't get it. He didn't hold it properly. So UCF could have won, and they well, just, they could have at least went to overtime. They just kind of messed it up. Yeah, they yeah they should have won honestly. Um, and then, um, Miami and Texas A and M played, and it was pretty boring. Um, no one really wanted to win that game. Um, they both didn't look great. Uh, what else happened in college? Oh, App State won on a miracle Hail Mary that against Troy, which that's where college game day was, which is insane. But anyways, um, yeah, App State threw up. Well, Troy got an intentional safety. Yeah. In the last like fifteen seconds, which was kind of insane. Yeah. Which, I mean, I've never heard of an intentional safety being done. I've seen it, but, but usually it's, you know, for the clock to run out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, intentional safety. And then App State gets the ball off the punt because they don't do a kickoff. off They say they do a punt, and they get it in Hail Mary range, kind of, because the Hail Mary didn't even go to the end zone. It went to, like, the seven-yard line. It gets tipped. App State player catches it off the tip and then just runs for a touchdown, and it was insane. Yeah. So App, was, App State is really America's team. Yeah, they just had a walk-off. T- I mean, we were all, like, hating on the fact that College Game Day went to App State. Boone, North Carolina. But it ended up working out because Penn State-Auburn was a horrible game, and that ended up being a really good game. <laughs> yeah, that was So, shout-out. And, and Texas and Miami was also. Shout-out to College Game Day being able to protect the future. Yeah, and then this this week it's uh Tennessee and Florida, which Tennessee's ranked 11th. Which I I don't I think know if it's too high. I don't know if it's too high or too low, but uh I think this is going to be a really fun game. And Drop it's, them 10. 21, I like 21. 
Uh, I mean, they're they're solid though. No, they're solid. I just think they should have to. They, if beat, they beat Florida. They're eleven. Yeah, I mean, Florida's really like not that good now. They played really good against Utah, and now they're just not. They good. do have that quarterback though. AR fifteen. Yeah, but he didn't even have like he threw three picks and like Dang. zero pass touchdowns. Not very. But he's good. really he is talented. Yeah. Um, we'll um, see what happens. Where's that game? I think that, that game's in Neyland. Like, it's in Knoxville, so that'll be fun. It's um, an underrated stadium. In other games that happened, uh, Ohio State scored 80 points. Almost. Almost. 77. Which, uh, you would think that eventually the they would be like, we're just going to stop playing all of our starters. And then they're like, nope, we're just going to keep running up score. Yeah, the Toledo coach must have said something to Ryan Day. Yeah, Ryan Day, for whatever reason, did not like Toledo, and he wanted to score 80 points on him. <laughs> I don't understand that. But. Yeah, so <laughs> Ryan Day <laughs> Ryan Day is like, I don't care, bro. We're scoring 70. Like, imagine if, like, your player gets hurt in, against Toledo because of like, – was it a – do you think it's a pride thing? Like, what is – like, why is he not pulling the starters? He just doesn't care. I mean, well, he pulled he pulled the starters, but I mean, still our backups are better in Toledo, so yeah. But yeah, so Ryan Day was just like, I don't, don't care, seventy seven points. Yeah, but uh, that's kind of it for college football. You want to talk about golf now? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really watch golf this weekend, but I Ooh, saw actually, Bryson running through the rope, and then I saw uh, who was the guy that made the finals against Max Homa? You were telling me about uh, it, Danny Willett. Yeah, yeah. And he missed. Three four putt or yeah. three three putted to to lose. I guess before we go to golf, do you want to talk about ASU and Nebraska coaching vacancies? Oh, no? oh yeah, tough scene for ASU. Yeah, so Herm <laughs> Edwards. Uh, does anyone hate Herm Edwards? Really, like everyone likes Herm Edwards. Yeah, I mean he's a pretty energetic, likable guy. A likable guy. Uh, not but, a good coach anymore. Yeah, his tenure at the Arizona, what are they, Sun Devils? Arizona State Sun Devils. Arizona State Sun Devils did not go very well. He was fired. Uh, and if after, you remember. After losing to Eastern Michigan, by the way. Yeah, after losing to Eastern Michigan. And then if you remember a couple weeks ago, Scott Frost was fired from Nebraska. Which these, I mean, these aren't horrible coaching. These aren't like, you know, Mac school coaching vacancies. Nebraska, big big name. Arizona, Arizona State, State, big name. Be. Uh, like a really good football school. Yeah, who are they even? Kind of h- hard to get a new head coach in the middle of the year. Yeah, it's not already within your program. We'll probably go with like an assistant coach for this year. Um, for the in- interim. For like yeah, the interim. But uh, now that Herm Edwards is fired, I can't wait for all the Urban Meyer to Arizona State headlines. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Harson to Arizona State. Harson to Arizona State. Um, that makes no sense. Why would you want a guy to come to your school when he hasn't had success at his previous school? Because he had a lot of success before coming to Auburn. Yeah. Is Boise and Arizona State in the same division? No. No. What is Arizona State is the Pac-12? Yeah. Dude, if if I, I don't want this to happen because I, I actually really like Harson, but if Harson did go to Arizona State, uh, he would probably do amazing out there. Like I could definitely see him. Maybe Harson's just uh, – like a smaller school coach. Well, Arizona State's not a small school, but like as far as a like, West Coast, like football, co- like football school. I don't know. I think he would be good if like we, you know, gave him a chance. But you know, maybe if T.J. Finley wasn't our starting quarterback. 
Yeah, this somehow we can just blame this on Gus. Yeah. But we don't want to talk about Auburn anymore. I don't want to talk about Auburn anymore. We need Tommy Tuberville back. No, no. We need Bo Nix's dad. Back at quarterback. Yeah, and we need Cam. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know how good we'd be if we had Cam Newton on this team. And, like. like I would be pretty. We'd be really good. Yeah, but how, like, that's it. I know, but I feel like Cam in college is kind of all you needed. You just needed Cam. He was so good in college. Yeah, but that, that team he had around him was also, like, really, really good. Yeah, I Not think. Not NFL-wise, but, like. I think that would have been insane, the duo of Tank and Cam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which also Jarquez and also, like, our running backs, we don't have a problem in the running back, uh, in the running back room. We just need yep. someone to block for them. We have, like, a very, very good running back room. Like, it's just I'd like, say one of the best in the nation. It's just like, can if we get someone to block for them, please? Yeah. It, Is anyone down for that? Yeah. And, then, like, we just – we shoot ourselves in the foot constantly. And then so we can't, like, establish the run or whatever. And then, uh, I don't know. But, I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Urban Meyer to Nebraska, Brian Harson to Arizona State. It's happening. Heard it here first. Yeah, according to the, the Twitter timelines. Yeah, but yeah, as Riley kind of started to say, crazy ending to golf – it was the uh, Fortnite championship. Uh, I think Epic games. it was called like the Fortinet yeah, Fortnite. championship. So the Fortnite championship, Max Homa won, uh, but no one watched it. That's back to back years. Back to back years. Fortnite champions. Really? Yeah. Well, the Fortnite won last year. Yeah. But uh, so I wonder like what that feels like when you're like, this was a great win, but. Absolutely no one watched this because everyone's watching football right now. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, live Chicago. Come on. Yeah, so basically, how the, so how the ending went is Danny Willett. They're both on the tee, 18th hole. Danny Willett's got a one-shot lead. So he hits it. Danny Willett hits two shots, and he's right off the green. Uh, Max Homa, first shot, good, fairway. Second shot goes into a bunker. So now they're both sitting two. Ooh, breaking news? No, Eagles game. Oh, what happened in the Eagles game? Uh, I think Kirk Cousins just threw a pick. Or he threw one earlier. But they're back. Ooh, they're back. Oh, yeah, he just <laughs> threw another pick. <laughs> All right, I'll get that pulled up. But, yeah, so. <laughs> That's stuff. See. They're sitting two, uh, and they're both off the green, about like 10 feet off the green. Max Holm is in a bunker, and Danny Willett's just on the fairway. So Danny Willett hits his third shot. Onto the green, I believe. Yes. It's his third shot onto the green, and he puts it to only about like five or six feet. Pretty close. You think he's got this one. And then Max Homa takes his third shot. I'm pretty sure he's going for the green, but he couldn't get it there. And so he got it out of the bunker, and it's like in between the bunker and the green. And so so now it's Max Homa's shot again, obviously, his fourth shot for par. And there's like, and he's chipping. So they're like, all right, Danny Willett's got this locked up. But he chips in. So, Max Homa's in for par after he chips in from off the green. And now Danny Willett's got his putt to make for par to win the tournament. And he misses. And it's like a six-footer. So, he misses the first one. And now he's got like another six-footer or four-footer for bogey to now tie it. And he misses that one. So, it's like two five-footers he missed. Now And now he's just lost tournament. And so, then he just got like a little like 
six inch tap in for double bogey and to lose by one stroke to Max Homa. And Max, <laughs> and the whole time Max is just standing like off the side of the green because he's been done since before even like the first putt, and he's just sitting there watching him like melt down. And it's just one guy standing by himself on the green, and the fans are like, "Oh!" Then the Dude. next putt comes. Oh, oh! I don't know if there's a worse like. It's just like, oh, dude, that is exactly what I would do if I was in that situation. Yeah, yeah. that's like um, if you're like in a MLB playoff game and you just miss a ground ball, like that. That's up there. Like I'm just trying. Like we could probably do a Mount Yo, Rushmore. it's like, of, like if you're a, if you're an outfielder and it goes behind you, hits the wall, and you go to pick it up, and you fumble the first pickup, yeah, and then you, you go to pick it up again. No, yeah, you slip and fall, so you fumble it, and then when when you get back up and go to pick up the ball, you fumble the ball again, yeah. and then you get it and you throw it, and the guy's got like a triple. Or you do the Ozuna where you just completely misread a ball and you go to jump on the wall to rob a home run, and the ball lands on the warning track. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most. No. Li- Dude, look that up. Look, that- we're about to go to PSAs. Look that up. Dude, no PSAs. way. Yeah. He jumped over the wall and hit the warning track. Dude, it was when he played for the Cardinals. Dude. Was- <laughs> Is he blind? Probably. All right, we gotta go to PSAs. Oh. Uh, I gotta watch this video again. All right, All right. we're we're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes on WGL ninety one point one, and we just watched a. Uh, the title of the YouTube video was Marcel Ozuna, Defensive Dumpster Fire. And it is quite Ooh. possibly the funniest, like, defensive mistakes by uh, a he, former gold glove winner. He did it twice. Oh, yeah. He went he to go jumped. rob a home run that he runs wasn't up, a home run. And he just jumps on the wall. Yeah. And he, like, he puts his arm up there and he hangs on it and then it falls right in front of him. Uh, he just wants to be Spider-Man, dude. And I kind of relate to that. Yeah. But, uh. You know. uh, Marcel Jr. from the Braves. Yeah. Marcel Zona, former gold glove winner. Which I, is insane. Uh, that has to, like, when did he win that gold glove? That had to have been the COVID year when he almost won the MVP. His, like, yeah. His first year on the Braves. First year on the Braves. First year just in the league. Maybe. Hopefully this year, though, Andre Jimenez from the Guardians is going to win one. A golden glove? Yeah. He's on the him oh. and Jose Altuve are two of the favorites. Quan, you dig it, though. Quan, you dig it. No, Andre Jimenez, is, I mean, like, every play, he makes an insane catch. Is that the big, like, the jack, dude? No, he's, like, actually pretty small. He's only he's second baseman. Who's uh, the who's the jack, like, outfielder from? Oh, Oscar the SpongeBob. Oscar Gonzalez. Yeah. That's just what I call him, too. His nickname is SpongeBob. It's his walk-up song. Just love SpongeBob. SpongeBob Big Pants. Yeah, and so, basically, like, yeah, Andre Jimenez is one of the guys we got from the Mets in the Lindor trade. It's honestly looking like in the year 2022, they probably won it up until now. But this year, the two guys we got back, Ahmed Rosario, who is our shortstop, and he leads the AL in batting average. Ooh. And then Andres Jimenez, who is going to win, most likely going to win a gold glove this year. And also is leads the league in just getting hit by pitches. <laughs> Ball magnet. He just crowds the plate. He's like, hit me, hit me. And the ball's coming, it's not moving. From he's he's got it so down packed. You know, there's like a rule, like you gotta have to try to move from the ball. You can't just like stand yeah, there and let it hit you. It. But he he's like the best at like faking moving, faking moving and just letting it dump. Yeah, 
That's Bang. awesome. He's I like, respect that. Like right, like last second, like he'll just stand there, and the last second will go like this. Yeah. Just move like slightly, and it'll it'll hit him, and he'll get it. He gets on base. That is. But yeah. I mean, but, he wears them. I respect that wholeheartedly. Back to the uh, the golf thing, though. Wait, wait hold on. I had, wait, I had oh, some yeah. baseball talk. From, baseball from talk. From one Native American mascot, formerly, to another. Brave. The Auburn might have lost to Penn State, but the Braves swept the Phillies. Braves swept the Phillies. So you know you gotta you gotta sometimes cut your wins and losses, and they also beat the Nationals tonight. And yeah, the Browns had literally the most embarrassing loss in NFL history, but the Guardians are nine and one in their last ten. And uh, yeah, Kyle Wright, two five six native, nineteen wins on the year, five losses. Pretty solid. Cy Young candidate. I think that's good. A uh, former Guardian slash Indian Eddie Rosario. Hit a home run tonight too, and Austin Riley hit his thirty seventh. And Kenley Jansen got a save, man. Braves are back, maybe. Braves are back, or one game back in the. Yeah. In the Dude, but this weekend, I won't lie to you. I think Live Golf put on a better show than the PJ Tour. Live Chicago, baby. So, I mean, it's the first. It was granted. It was the first event of the PJ Tour season. Didn't have all the biggest names, but I mean, you're sitting there on Sunday and you're like. Watching Danny Willett, don't even know who that is, and Max Homa, who kind of big name, but not the biggest yet. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like, hey, well, this is like, this is cool, I guess. This is like Corn Fairy Tour event, though. But then you go the Fortnite, yeah, and then you, but then you go to the Live Golf Tour, and on Sunday the final pairing is Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson. It's a little bit better than Danny Willett and Max Homa, and I mean. There's a bunch of big names, a bunch of people who played well. The the Bryson thing happened. That was hilarious. Could we just run through that real quick? Yeah. So Bryson was, <laughs> like, there's ropes around the fairways, obviously, to keep the people out. And he, he hit one into the, into the woods. And so he had to go outside the ropes, hit a shot. And as he's walking back in, like, someone is, like, lifting the ropes for him so he can, like, duck under it. And I don't know if they... Let it down too early, or they didn't like. I don't think he was paying attention either. No, he definitely, he hundred percent. What happened was they just lifted it up, and he was paying attention. Yeah. But for the sake of Bryson DeChambeau, maybe they just <laughs> didn't lift it up high enough, or they put it down too quickly. Yeah. But he he ran right into it, <laughs> uh, and it hit him in the eye apparently, <laughs> and like as soon as it happened, he was like, "Oh my god, what the f, guys? Yeah. Oh my god." Oh, I can't see out of my right eye. Yeah. Just. Oh. Possibly the most Bryson DeChambeau response. To be fair, I've never ran into a rope. Before. With my eye. With my, yeah, with my eyes open. Because <laughs> normally I can see the rope. My eyes are open, you know what I mean? Yeah, imagine getting poked in the eye by a rope. And something that's not pointy. Something that is literally the opposite of pointy. Yeah. It's flat. It's a, it's a rope. Dog. Oh, my God. Bryson, dude. I want to love you. You're making it hard. You gotta give me something though. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy just stroked out because he got hit in the face with a rope. That did happen. And uh, <laughs> dude, I I can't get over the fact that he just that ran he just into ran into a rope and got hurt. That's I mean, how that's many... like almost as bad as Tony Ferguson slipping after practice and tearing everything in his knee. No, it wasn't even after practice. He was doing an interview. Yeah. And, like, in his gym. Yeah. And he just got up from the stool and tripped over all the can- all the cords. 
and then yeah. ruin the most the most anticipated like, fight in UFC history. Yeah, dude, like these cords, man. And oh he God. also like because he, he I refuses think the, to take off sunglasses no matter where he's at. I, yeah, he's. I think the best part of it of that was like his recovery. He just said, "I know more than the doctors," and did his own physical therapy. And then, but and then still same like and then beat Anthony like Pettis. actually somehow came back from like an ACL in five months. Total, total uh, knee reconstruction. Yeah, much. and then he like got the surgery, and then they're like, "All right, like." Go rehab. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going home. Yeah. And, and then he actually rehabbed it, like, himself. insanely well. Yeah, because he beat Anthony Pettis, former world champion. Yeah, like, he tore his ACL, and then, like, six months later, he just beat up Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Who, Anthony Pettis, Pettis like, he kicked that knee several times. Yeah. Like, we watched that fight together. It was, yeah. Tony Ferguson is just kind of, like, a zombie. Yeah, he did lose to Nate Diaz. No, yeah, he's got to retire before he, I mean, he's already talking to people on the walls. Yeah, but uh, all-time fighter though. All-time fighter, him and Diaz. Although I'd say Ferguson's better than Diaz. Yeah, but anything else on the uh, oh Presidents Cup is coming up yeah. in golf, Bas- which is you know the rest of the world besides Europe versus the United States, and it is looking to be very unfair right now. Yeah, the uh the average ranking, the average world ranking of the United States team is twelve. And that, and that number, and if they and if they let the live guys still stay like DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson, that number would be lower. And then for the international team, the average is like fifty or forty-eight. And there, we got the United States team. I'll just look up the United States Presidents Cup team. Is Ustasian on the world team? I'm not sure because he's a live guy. Oh, is he? I did not know that. That's an underrated live guy. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, Liv's got, I mean, like, when you're watching the Liv thing, I didn't watch it live because, you know, Saturday and Sunday there's football on. Yeah. But I watched the highlights, and, I mean, you're going through the highlights, you're like, I mean, Brooks Kepka, big name, Ustazen, Shambo, DJ, Cam Smith, those are all big names. Yeah, Ustazen was due for the fun. Walking Neiman. Like, he was due for uh, at least a Sunday, like, late afternoon appearance. Walking Neiman still plays really well every week. He was, like, he got third place, I believe. Where's he from? Uh, Chile. Chile, yeah. Yeah, so here is the United States team. Sam Burns, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, Kiz. Morikawa, Shoffley, Scheffler, Spieth, Justin Thomas, Kills. Cam Young. So, and a lot of those people... I mean, that still sounds like an insane team, and a lot of them, it's their first time playing, like Billy Horschel, Max Homa, Kevin Kisner, because the live guys can't play. Yeah, which and, is not cool. Yeah, which is, I mean, dude, like, we, they're still American golfers. Yeah, Bryce come on. Shambo and DJ. These still, colors don't run. Brooks Kepko is still one of the best American golfers. And then, so, the international team is Christian Bazudenhout. Oh, yeah, South African. He's pretty solid. Corey Connors from Canada. Yeah. Solid. Cam Davis. Sung J M. Probably their best player Wait, they have. Wait, Cam Davis is not American? He's Australian. <clears throat> His is, first appearance. Was that the dude that went against Cam Young or he, Cam Smith? Or is there a Cam Young too? No, Cam Young is was the one who went against Cam Smith that he's on the USA team. Yeah. And then so Sung J M. Okay. They need to like 
only have a certain amount of people on the tour or in the golf world with the same with, with the Cameron. same name. Yeah, like Cam- there's been a Cam overload, and like some one of them has to go by Cameron, one of them has to go by Cam, and the other one has to go by their last name. That's just how they should do it. Well, I think Cam Smith gets Cam Smith because he won the Open. Yeah, or Smitty. Smitty, yeah. Smith. I think you can go, so Cam Smith's Cam. I think Cam Young should be Cameron. Cameron Young is, yeah, Cameron. And then Cam Smith from Australia, you, you just, you, you don't get talked about. Sorry. Wait, no, no, not Cam Smith. The Cam. Yeah, Cam Davis from Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that didn't <clears throat> win the Open. Yeah. We'll Cam, call him Davey. We'll call him, we'll just call him Davis. Yeah, Davey. Davis. And then they got Sung Jay, who's probably their best player uh, from South Korea. I really, I'm a big fan of Sung Jay. Yeah. Uh, Tom Kim, who's not on the. He, I guess he is on the PJ Tour. Never heard of him though. K H Lee, mm-hmm. Hideki Matsuyama. We all oh, know okay. him. <clears throat> Sebastian Munoz, Siwoo Kim, Taylor Pendrith, Mito Pereira, Adam Scott. And that's it. So yeah. it's looking uh, like they, like the the old American guys, got in the bag. We never know, though. You never yeah, know. you never know with these type of things. When it's so lopsided to one team or the other, the underdog team normally comes out playing pretty well. So, yeah. all right. Well, we got to go to PSAs. I'm gonna go open the door for this person, people after us, and uh, we'll be back. All right. Last segment. You're listening to Tough Scenes, WGL 91.1, and. Uh, well, the laptop that we were watching Monday Night Football on died. died. So, not any, uh, we're not watching pulled the a, game. Pulled a Trey Lance's ankle. <laughs> so, I got yeah. it on my phone now. But is, it, uh, is it Joe Buck and Aikman? Are they announcing this game? Yep. This is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I don't know if it's Aikman, William. Is it someone different this year? No, it is Aikman. They both went to ESPN. They're getting paid a lot of money. But... Sadly, there's not much to watch right now as the Vikings are still down 24-7 to the Eagles. Mm. And there's been zero points scored in the second half. Mm. Not very cool. <laughs> but last segment, we're just going <laughs> to – any MLB or NBA news? Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no, Kirk Cousins, anytime on a At noon 1 game. He looks 1 like – p.m. Eastern is very good. Very uh, good. Put him on prime time. Not so good. <clears throat> oh man, look at, dude, look how skinny Brady looks. That's what I'm saying, dude. He had some work done. I I don't know. I mean, he's, someone he's, said, he, oh, he j- getting divorced, divorced. Maybe he's just not eating. Dude, I'm telling you, Giselle's making him go full full model, man. He's eating like three berries a day, and he's got face work. <laughs> he wakes up. It's TV twelve method. You want to look like a model, you eat. Eat three berries and a head of lettuce per day. Yeah. Um, man, I really wish we got to see the ending of the Broncos-Seahawks game last Monday. Yeah. Like that Speaking was, of that, though. That was like, hilarious. Everyone got mad. They're like, I'm not paying for, I'm not paying 200 whatever million to, you know, like, kick it on fourth and five. But I was like, dude, if that's. Any other quarterback, like if if you if if the, if the Buccaneers trot out their kicker on fourth and five, no one's gonna say anything. You know what I mean? 
They're not going to be like, oh, Tom Brady should have got me five yards. Yeah. It's like because they just signed him and they have a new head coach. I feel like they're making a huge deal about it. But I feel like dude, like anyone like in fourth and five, they're going to probably send out their kicker. I feel like that's just what like well, that's what happens in late in they, games. They didn't call a timeout. They could have called a timeout. That's had, the biggest thing. Yeah, it, like what are you doing? Yeah, like the everyone was like, I'm not paying all this money for Russ to do that or whatever. It's really the timeout. And if you watch the Manning cast, you just saw Peyton Manning for the like thirty seconds be like Timeout, timeout. And then get Shannon, one here? Shannon Sharp's on. We're gonna get one here? Come on, let's think about it. get one here. Come on, yeah. let's get one. We're gonna get one. Let's get a timeout. And he just like, loses. He's just like, "Oh my god!" I can't lie. I was I, I kind of, kind of happy that happened. Then I don't and, like and, the Broncos. Andy's and like, there's two Broncos, like probably two of the top five Broncos of all time. Yeah, sitting there getting their live reactions of them, just like, <laughs> "What? What on earth are, are we doing? doing?" And I love how Tom Brady's payment just and get a e- time out here. Eli's just laughing. Can we get a time out here. Can we get a time out here? Dude, the Mannings are just unintentionally then, hilarious. I, my favorite part about that entire sequence is how Shannon Sharp is quiet the whole time. And then, like, after it's done, he's like, you mean to tell me we just sat here for 30 seconds and... And did that? Yeah. Like, I would have... Like, dude... I don't know. There was a hundred different routes they could have went on. Went down. It's just... And they chose, yeah, 61-yard like, field goal with our kicker. It just looked like they had like 50 seconds, and they let 30 just run off. And then finally, because they're about to get a delay of game, they called a timeout at the end. Yeah, that that's the worst. That I think that's the worst part. Which is like, <coughs> like, ugh. Was like, did the coach really think that he's like, all right, like my kicker is nailing this. I'm just gonna like let's run this clock out. Didn't it get blocked too, or did it? No, he just missed. He just missed. He had the. He had the it, it was in, it was in, it was in, and then, like, as soon as it crossed, like, the end zone, like, and it just, like, last second, it was out. Yeah, that sucks. Which, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, apparently they were, like, 46-yard line left hash or something, and be pregame, the kicker was, like, 46 left hash. Apparently that's, like, just something that happens. Pat McAfee was talking about it. Apparently that's just what how – like it goes in NFL games, like the kicker goes out for warmups, and then before the game, the kicker just tells coach like forty six left hash, or just like you're his number, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. for the day. Like get, like my farthest field goal is forty seven yard right hash because this conditions are like this, or you know whatever. So, and then apparently the way the coaches look at it is like, well, you told us you could make it, you can't make it. Why do you tell us? Yeah, no, that's that, that that's so then like that's just so dumb. You don't want to put it on the kicker. Yeah, so then the coach's perspective, apparently, according to Pat McAfee, who was a Pro Bowl punter for many years, was just like, coach is like, told me 46 left hash. Well, you tell me that if you can't make it. Which, I mean, I guess I can kind of see that. If you're a coach, can't really be. I mean, but still, yeah, you call a timeout there, you run one more play, I guess you're risking, like, what, a fumble or a pick? Or just not picking up the first down. Or you, but you could get more yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it was just like. They could have done no huddle. Broncos fumbled the bag at the end there, and then they followed it up with a not-so-very-good performance this weekend. Yeah, who did they play this weekend? They, I think they. Giants, right? No, they played the Texans. I think they played Texans. 
But let's see. I think they didn't play very well at all. The only, I mean, I think Cortland Sutton had like 120 yards, but that was the only bright spot for them. They did um, play the Texans. Oh, they won. I thought they lost. Yeah, they won, but they did not play very well. I think Russell Wilson only had like 200 yards. Who did the Giants play? They played the Panthers. They beat them, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Panthers, um, looking like Matt Rule's college coach. I mean, they're losing very close games. What about Matt Rule to Nebraska? Uh, that could know. work, maybe. maybe. But uh, you got any MLB news? Um, I'll say the uh, the Guardians are 9-1 in their last 10. The Braves are 6-4 and four in their last 10, but they've won the last four games. And... The Guardians now have a four-game lead over the Chicago White Sox in second. Dude, the Braves might win. Oh, Jalen Hurts just threw a pick. The Braves might win over 100 games, and they might not even win their own division. That would be tough, but at least you know you're making a wild card. And the good thing is the Guardians have played so well recently that now, even if we don't win our division, we got a chance for wild card. I mean, the, y'all are going to win the division, though. I can't see the White Sox getting it together. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10. <clears throat> so Jalen Hurts threw a pass to Kenneth Gainwell, his running back, and it tipped off his hands into said Vikings player. I don't know who it is. That's tough. Jalen Hurts' second career interception win leading. Oh, it was on the... And they're now the Vikings are on like the ten yard line. Yeah. Did they return it or? Well, they returned it like ten yards, but the Eagles were only on maybe the thirty. Oh, yeah. It says they're on their the Philadelphia nine. Let's see if Kirk Cousins can uh, can rally up the troops here. Oh, uh, probably not. I'm gonna go with. Mm, I'm gonna go with no. Dude, I mean the Eagles have three hundred twenty three passing yards. They have uh, 457 total yards. The Vikings have 196. Yeah, the Vikings aren't doing anything on offense currently. All right, here we go. Let's see here. Oh, they brought a blitz. He tossed it up, and it's... Oh, it should have been picked by Darius Slay, but he dropped it. Mm. Hold on. Is it? Are you on the ESPN app? Yes. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also put this on. Eagles brought a blitz. Kirk Cousins threw it on his back foot, going backwards, uh, well short of Justin Jefferson in oh, Darius Slay's oh, hands, oh, and he dang. just dropped it. Should have caught it. Yeah, it. Tipped, and you know, it tipped off like five guys. When you showed me that picture of the Eagles' new word art, like uh, logo mm-hmm. in the end zone, on like the picture on your phone, I liked it, but I don't like it in real life. Not gonna lie. I kind of yeah, I kind of. <laughs> Not oh, he almost just threw. He just threw a pick. Yeah, he P- just threw the exact same play, <laughs> and he just he threw it to Justin Jefferson with Darius Slay guarding him, and he threw a short. Oh, and he Darius fumbled, he fumbled the end zone. But I think <laughs> wait, what just happened? I think like he caught it and it had his feet down and then fumbled. He Darius Slay tonight has two picks and four pass breakups. He, dude, he just threw the exact same play. Dude. He literally just threw the exact same play, and he just <laughs> oh my god. They were like, oh, so we were trying to get Darius Slay the pick there. Let's do it again. <laughs> Dude, what? What? 
<laughs> great route too. If he just threw it up top, that's a great route. Oh yeah, he underthrew that completely. Horrible throw. Jarius Slay goes up, makes a nice catch. Easy does it. Feet down. Oh, knee Justin down. Jefferson kicked him in the private area on accident. Ooh. Hope uh, he's wearing a cup. Yeah, that. Oof. It almost was a fumble. That would have been hilarious. I think that would be even funnier. I mean. I mean, they were like, all right, Kirk Cousins just underthrew that fade route to Justin Jefferson. How do you under? What do you guys think about <laughs> what do you guys think about running that again? I think <laughs> I think we do it again. How do you underthrow a fade? I can twice. see you overthrow twice. It's like it's like taking a mulligan in golf. You're like, all right, I duff that one. This one's gonna be. And then normally your mulligan's like somewhat better. It was worse. <laughs> it's Kirk Cousins literally just took a mulligan in an NFL primetime game and did worse the second time. <laughs> Holy guacamole, Kirk! Dude, I mean, I it, this is this is terrible. I I love it though. Horrible. The memes. All right, well, we actually. Is that ten o'clock? It's about to be. Got about like to be. Got to close off. Yeah. Well, that was our show. That was your show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We had fun talking about college football, NFL football. Um, pain. I think, pain everywhere. Yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna title this episode. That or uh, my flu game. We should just title it pain, period. I think I'm, I'm going to go bowling after this. Just, like, I mean, might as well play a couple games, you know. I'm already doing my show. Got to have a great performance on the lanes. You should uh, just pain, period, pain everywhere, period. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. All right, love you guys. Love you guys, see ya. Happy birthday, Mom. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you're interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.